Hi, everybody. I'm Richard Roberts, and welcome to the Expect a Miracle podcast. I hope you were able to be with me uh, last time. I talked quite a bit about this year, 2024, and about how God has a new season for you. It's a new season. This year, 2024, is a new season. Now, a lot of people can't seemingly get into a new season because they can't get out of the old season. Well, how do you get out of the old season? Well, that's something that I have faced all of my life. Uh, you know, you have things that happen to you, your fault, nobody, no, somebody else's fault, nobody's fault. Things happen and, and, and they try to deter you and stop you from where you are. But I want to deal with the scripture today, and it goes along with what I was talking about last time. I believe it'll help you, especially if you face something in the past. And I'll give you some experiences of mine as we go along. If you have your Bible, uh, you might want to look up Isaiah chapter 43, verses 18 and 19. This passage has been one of the most powerful passages of Scripture in my life, especially over these past nearly 40 years. And I'm quoting it from memory now. Consider ye not the things of old, neither the things of the past. Behold, I will do a new thing. Shall you not know it? It shall spring forth. I'll make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Listen to that. Consider ye not the former things, neither consider the things of old. Behold, I'll do a new thing. You hear that? A new thing. Shall you not know it? I'll make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Um, I may have told this story on the podcast before. I don't remember, but it's worth telling again. When Lindsay and I married back in 1980, I knew that she had been diagnosed at the age of 18 with endometriosis. I knew that there was a strong possibility that we would never be able to have children. I knew that going in. But somehow we believed that God would provide a way where there seemed to be no way. And within uh, maybe two, two years or so after we got married, Lindsay got pregnant. And, um, but it wound up in a miscarriage. And the doctors said to us, well, that is what usually happens with endometriosis. Uh, women can get pregnant, but they can't stay pregnant. And that turned into a second and a third miscarriage. And uh, we were, well... You know, we were hurt as any couple would be who, who, who had a miscarriage and experienced that. But we kept believing God and kept trying. And there was a prophetic word giving over, given over us that we would have children. And so we held on to God and we would not let go. And then Lindsay became pregnant again. And this time she carried the baby full term. And we thought, we've had a miracle. And she gave birth to what appeared to be a very, very healthy boy. And... <laughs> I wanted to name him Richard Oral, and we did. But within 36 hours, he developed uh, a staph infection in the hospital, a breathing problem, and his health deteriorated quickly. They put him in the neonatal intensive care unit, and a day and a half later, he died in my arms with the doctors doing everything they knew to do and everyone I knew across America and around the world praying. He died in my arms. And we were devastated. 
We were absolutely devastated. And we cried until there were no tears left. And then we just got what I call the dry heaves. You just, you just heave, but no tears come. We were just absolutely wiped out. And the only way we get any, any consolation, any help at all, was praying in tongues. <laughs> and we, we, we began to pray in tongues, and we began to pray back in English, and we heard the Lord saying back to us, I know something about this that you don't know. And I said, well, Lord, I, I appreciate that. That didn't help me very much. Uh, you know it. I don't know it. At the time, I was scheduled only two weeks later to go uh, for a crusade in Nigeria. I was to be in three cities in Nigeria and then go down for a crusade in Swaziland in Southern Africa. And Lindsay had planned, of course, to have had a baby and to be home taking care of the baby. But now, you know, we had just put our little little boy's body in the ground. And uh, I said, Lindsay, I'm going to cancel the crusade. She said, no, you're not. I said, yes, I am. She said, no, you're not. You've got to go. And she said, what's more than that? I'm going with you. I said, Lindsay, we just put our little boy in the ground. I don't feel like going to Nigeria. She said, Richard, we've got to go. I'm going with you. She said, we've got to sow a seed out of our need and go over and minister to people. The only way for us to get over this hurt is to do something for others. I said, well, okay. (laughs) And I I said, uh, you don't have your, uh, you don't have your shots. You don't have your visas. And she said, well, you go ahead and go and I'll get, I'll get my shots and I'll get my required shots you had to have at that time, the yellow fever and things like that. And I'll get my visa and uh, I'll join you. So I went ahead and flew on uh, to uh, Swaziland to do some preparation with pastors and meet with the prime minister and things like that. And then, then I flew up to Nigeria for the crusade and she met me for the crusade in Nigeria. And uh, to say that it was glorious is an understatement. It was absolutely phenomenal. That's where I saw the greatest healing of my life uh, so far. <laughs> and that is when a young man who had never walked in his life uh, was healed by the power of God when I prayed for him. And it was in the front page of the newspaper the next day. I've told that story many times, and I won't tell it again right now. But we saw tremendous healings every night in the city of Jos, in the city of Benin, and in uh, uh, in Lagos. We crusades in three, three-day crusades in each of those cities, and thousands upon thousands upon thousands gave their hearts to the Lord. Uh, it was absolutely tremendous. And then we went on down to Swaziland, had a big outdoor crusade there as well. I preached to parliament uh, and uh, laid hands on a lot of the foreign uh, the dignitaries there in, in that nation and, and had a wonderful crusade. Lindsay had said to me, don't ever ask me to get pregnant again. Well, how could I blame her? She'd had three miscarriages and a dead son. You know, it's, it's too much for anybody to bear. But we had had a good time sowing seed into other people's lives. We didn't know at the time that Nigeria had the highest infant mortality rate in the world. And we ministered to so many couples there who had also lost children. (laughs) And as the crusade was ending, (laughs) Lindsay looked over at me and she said, honey, let's try one more time. I said, I I thought you said don't ever. She said, no, I've changed my mind. (laughs) And we tried again. Well, (laughs) Jordan came along first, 
And you've probably seen her on our television programs. She has such a powerful anointing when she sings. And she, uh, she helps, uh, helps me uh, in producing our television programs. And Olivia came along next. <laughs> She's Catherine Olivia. We named her after Catherine Kuhlman. And we named Jordan Jordan because Jordan means crossing over. And we felt like we'd crossed over. And Olivia uh, helps in the ministry and, and uh, helps with uh, uh, set design, and uh, she's a design specialist, and she also uh, helps with with uh, organizing uh, where we put things on the set, and, and uh, she helps with makeup and things like that. And then our youngest, Chloe, came along, and uh, Chloe is um, heavy into my research. She helps me with sermons, and she helps me to organize all the uh, prayer requests and testimonies that come in. They're all three involved in the ministry, doing a wonderful job, and I'm so grateful for them. Those are the three girls that we thought we'd never have, but we tried again. God made a way. And what we had to learn is to consider not the former things, neither consider the things of old, knowing that somehow, some way, God would do a new thing, that it would spring forth and we'd see it. He would make a way in the wilderness, and he would make rivers in the desert. And God has done that now. Our daughters are, are grown. They're adults. They're fabulously anointed young women, and how grateful we are. We went from having no children, having miscarriages and a dead child, to having three of the most beautiful daughters you've ever seen in your life. It's living proof of what God can do when you trust him. Now, maybe... You face some situation in your past that you just can't get over. And maybe you've said, no, God, never again. Well, don't ever say never to God. <laughs> Try again. That's my word to you today. Try again. Try again. Try again. And keep on trying. Galatians 6, 9 says, be not weary in your well-doing for you shall reap in due season. Friend, that means there's a reaping for you coming in due season. And I'm praying today over you for the Spirit of God to reign supreme in your life and for you to say, God, I want another chance. I want to try one more time. If you'll do it, if you'll do what my wife and I did, I believe God will turn the tables on the devil and bring about a miracle in your life that you never thought possible. It doesn't matter where you are, who you are, what you've been through, what you're going through. God is the God of a second chance. In fact, that's the, that's the book that came out of that experience. My own autobiography, He's the God of a Second Chance. How I thank God for that. And I pray over you today. I pray over your life, your life for God's very best. I come against every sickness and disease, every fear and every doubt. I come against anything and everything that's unlike God that's tried to attach itself to you. I rebuke it now in Jesus' name, and I pray for healing for you from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. I pray this in the authority of Jesus' name, and I expect a miracle. Amen. If you feel like you need further prayer, Contact me through the Abundant Life Prayer Group at 918-495-7777 or online, richardroberts.org slash prayer. Our prayer partners will receive your prayer request. They'll pray, and then they'll bring it to me. And I'll hold your prayer request in my hands, I promise you. 
I'll pray. I'll believe. I'll expect a miracle. And I'll write you back. Be sure to include your mailing address so I can write you. Now, if you have not yet checked out our new online healing network, go to thehealingnetwork.com and download our app. It's free. I believe it'll be a blessing. Seven day a week, 24 hour a day, internet ministry from our ministry uh, around the clock. I believe it'll be a blessing to you. God bless you. And I'll see you next time on the Expect a Miracle podcast. Are you sick? Do you need healing in your body or emotions? Are you looking for a miracle in your life? During the end of January, Richard and Lindsay will have a special prayer service on the Place for Miracles. Make sure you share your prayer requests as soon as you can so Richard and Lindsay can pray over them as they stand and believe God's word for his miracles in your life. Call right now, 918-495-7777 or go online to richardroberts.org slash prayer.